All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the Todd Coconato podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. It is Monday, 7 26, 2021. Thank you for tuning in to the show and welcome to the Remnant Warriors out there. Oh my goodness. I can't even tell you how awesome you guys are. I read your letters and you just you encourage me so much. And I uh, just want to thank you for all that you do for those that are interceding and praying for us. Uh, so many of you are just really unbelievably amazing and kind people, and I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. This has never been about me. This has never been about my ministry or my name or, you know, I think you guys all know that by now, but if you don't, I just want to say it. I want to reiterate that. This is about us. This is about us standing up in a very, very important crossroads moment of our world. You know, many of you are, are, you know, mama bears. Many of you are you know, praying grandmothers and grandparents and grandfathers, you know, and, uh, you know, there's a couple of men of God that listen, not as many as the women of God. I tell you, I wish there was more men of God that were out there, but thank you to those that are, that do get it. And you know who you are. Um, but you know, we've noticed in, in the gatherings that we go across the country, there's always more, you know, women that are showing up. And I think this is simply because, you know, um, the women have been awakened. It's amazing what's going on. They're researching and, you know, so thank you. Thank you for those that have been willing to research, that have been willing to, you know, go a little bit deeper, trying to figure this whole thing out. And we're going to talk about a lot of this today. But yes, there are awesome men of God that listen. And yes, there are awesome women of God. So I, I, I appreciate you both. I appreciate you all young and old. Uh, this broadcast continues to grow. If you have never shared the broadcast, please share it. Because listen, we're up against all types of, um, you know, these tech oligarchs at Facebook and Twitter and all these other companies that just want to suppress us, we would our analytics would be off the chart. I mean, we were several years ago until they started suppressing us. And so it's only by you guys sharing and word of mouth and the Lord really connecting us. Some people say, I don't know how you showed up on my feed. Just one day you were on my feed and I started listening and that's how I kind of found you. So that's what God's doing. He's bringing the remnant together in this hour and it's a very special thing. It's really the Lord that's doing this and it's by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we are like, uh, you know, Acts chapter two, you know, we're, we're, we're experiencing a, a suddenly, we're experiencing a move of the Holy Spirit. There are many people every single day, I just want you guys to know this, pastors, friends of mine that want me to just say, it's done. You know, we, we're in the end times, it's done. You better prepare the church. That's it. And I get that perspective. Trust me, I'm not making fun of that. I have been, you know, somebody that's studied the book of Revelation for years, the book of Daniel for years. I love the word of God and I, I, I know what it says. And it does say that we're in for some perilous times. And, and we can see that a lot of the wickedness of this hour is due to the rise in the spirit of Antichrist, the deception, which is pervasive in our society. And it's also in the church. There's been an infiltration of the body of Christ by the wicked by those that have sought to infiltrate the church by changing certain key elements of the gospel, of the word of God, changing just little parts, that means a whole lot. You know, my wife was on a, a, like a mom's forum uh, online, you know, like a, where all the moms talk together. I think it's like natural moms or something. You know, she likes to look and see what the other mothers are saying about different things like vaccines and stuff like that. And one day she showed me this post and it was literally these people that are you know supposedly Christians 
and they're arguing that the scripture where it says man shall not lie with man, they're saying, well, that didn't really mean what, you know, what the church is trying to say. They're trying to say that, you know, being gay is not a sin. And, you know, they're basically changing that whole thing. And so there's there's whole denominations right now that are that are capitulating, that are caving. And they're saying, well, it's not really a sin. You know, it's not, you know, love is love and blah, blah, blah. And we're seeing this in many different ways, whether it's critical race theory, whether it's abortion, whether it's, you know, sanctity of life and marriage and, 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 you know, family and values and biblical values. I mean, there's a caving, there's a capitulation. I know you see it and I know you're just as frustrated as I am. And as they push the needle to go farther and farther to see just how much we'll take. And we've been the nice guys. We've been the nice guys because Christians are known as nice. You know, and a lot of people think being nice is being Christian. That's not, that's not what Christian is. There's times when you got to take up the sword. There's times, you know, we got to turn the tables over. Even Jesus did, right? And so, you know, I know that a lot of people teach that it's about being nice. It's not really being, you can be really, really nice and on your way to hell. You know, the only way to the Father is through the Son. His name is Jesus. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. If you want to get the anointing, you got to spend time in the secret place. Uh, if you want to get on fire for the Lord, you got to be reading his word. You got to be spending time with him. You got to be inquiring of his Holy Spirit. You got to be worshiping. You got to be on your face, friends. I'm talking travailing. I'm talking contending, fasting, praying. And we're going to talk about a fast. I was just talking to my friend Gilad. I know you guys remember him, right? We just went around the country together and did a bunch of uh, revival meetings. Well, he's in Israel now and he's telling me what's going on out there. And we're going to do a show this week together. Uh, where we're going to talk about what's happening in Israel and in the UK, by the way, and in Australia. And uh, there's some crazy stuff going on in the Western world, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, there's some crazy stuff going on in some of these nations that we've called allies. And they're they're pushing these passports, these, you know, these COVID passports or whatever you want to call them, vaccine passports. They're pushing this stuff. And we thought it was going away. I'll tell you, there was... Uh, a, a period of time there where it, it kind of seemed like, wow, okay, things are opening up. It's kind of done now. You know, things are going back to semi-normal. Uh, but I'll tell you, I was awakened in the middle of the night a couple days ago, and I felt the Spirit speaking to me. I was up for a couple hours, actually. And I felt the Spirit speaking to me and just saying that, it, you know, this is not done. I, I You know, unfortunately, it's not done. There's still more contending, more warfare, even when it comes to this COVID situation. And so now we're seeing this. Uh, I feel like the Lord alerted me, and then I started seeing media reporting on this. I posted a couple of them. Uh, but we also got two whistleblowers that reached out to us, to the ministry, and they said, yes, we're in the government. Uh, we've seen a memo going around talking about the possibility of shutting down again. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like, And we have to just make a vow right now, friends, because, listen, last time, you know, we most of us, if not all of us, had probably never been through a quote-unquote pandemic before. And, you know, we heard the, the government telling us 15 days to slow the spread or whatever. And so, you know, we were all, okay, well, you know, 15 days, that doesn't sound too bad. You know, we'll lock down for two weeks and, uh, and then it'll be done, right? It'll be done. Well, you know, fast forward, everybody knows what happened after that. And, uh, you know, we also know that the PCR tests were messed up and, you know, we know that all the different things that we've been reporting on and the stuff that they censor you and take down your account for. So I can't really get into that right now uh, because, unfortunately, these tech oligarchs don't want you speaking about these things. In fact, there's even new information coming out. What we're finding, this is insane. Listen to this. This is crazy. I, a friend shared this with me today, as a matter of fact. Uh, basically, what they're saying, let me read it just so. So just in, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, YouTube, and other big tech companies will 
now add content to a shared counterterrorism key database aiming to crack down on material from, quote, white supremacists and far-right militias. This is from Routers. Now, we know that Routers is not a friend. We know the AP is not a friend, okay? Uh, Lauren Boebert, who's a congresswoman, uh, responded. She said, how long until this list is used to determine who can and cannot buy firearms? Biden's America is no longer the land of the free. Well, I'll tell you guys, uh, this kind of stuff, we we knew this was coming, and uh, many people are asking, you know, prophetically where we're at in the timeline. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, you know, people want me to just say, let's just prepare for the end times. But I have felt encouraged in my spirit that God is not done with America, and we've said that quite a few times, and that we believe God is going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. And we also believe that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. So this has been on my heart. It's been in my spirit. It has not left me. I have not felt the Lord say, okay, now it's time to just prepare for the end times. You know, that time has passed. I don't feel that yet. Now people say, well, do you think President Trump's still going to get in? Well, I don't want everybody to connect everything as one big, you know, glob, okay? I said, and I continue to say, I don't know when God is going to move. I don't know how God is going to move, but I do believe God is going to move. Now, that being said, When it comes to President Trump, I do feel he has a mantle of anointing. Do you agree with that? I feel he has a mantle of anointing. There's something very special, very powerful when this man speaks. There's there's an anointing on it. And I think you can see that. I think that's what draws so many people even today to this man. Now, of course, I don't agree with the vaccine situation. People say, do you agree with President Trump pushing the vaccine? No, I do not. Uh, My philosophy on this has been that I think that President Trump was trying to end the pandemic. This is what I've heard from sources around the president, is is that he was trying to end the pandemic. And he knew, because Bill Gates said it, that the only way that they were going to end this pandemic was with a vaccine. So he initiated Operation Warp Speed, which was really not going to happen. They they were not going to have a vaccine, according to sources, these sources, until sometime next year or maybe even, you know, two years from now. So this was what this was planned to do. This was the Great Reset agenda, okay? Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. You may have heard of it. And he wrote a book on it, actually. He wrote a book on all this stuff. And what they were planning to do was have this Great Reset. They were going to decimate small businesses, decimate uh, anybody other than the big corporations, in other words, the middle class, and basically have everybody was going to have to be reliant on the, uh, the government handouts, you know, the universal basic income. This was their plan. And they were going to reset the economy. They were going to reset the financial structure of the world. And I believe this was the B system. This is the B system. I think they're trying to get it ready and set up. But I don't think it's ready yet. I think that that President Trump messed up their agenda by initiating Operation Warp Speed, which fast-tracked the vaccines. And then they, they, they have a messed up narrative because one on one hand, you know, people like Bill Gates are saying, well, the pandemic won't be done until the vaccine. And then here's the vaccine. So then then what? You know, because then they they mess up their vaccine agenda and that whole narrative. So it really put a, uh, you know, a big, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, a, you know, a kink in the chain or whatever, you know, to stop their agenda. And I think, you know, so we reopened prematurely according to their plans. And I think that's why President Trump has pushed the vaccine because he, he used their own system against them. Now, I still don't think that he should be pushing the vaccine. I don't think that anybody should be pushing the vaccine, including Franklin Graham and T.D. Jakes and others in the Christian community. Uh, I think it's wrong, and I still have a check in my spirit when it comes to the vaccine. We've done a lot of research on, you know, the various reporting. But again, I'm not going to—this isn't about the vaccine today. 
But that's just, you know, people have asked me what, you know, why President Trump has pushed that. That's what I've heard from his proxies, from people around him. It does make sense if you think of it from that context. And that kind of does give him a pass because, you know, if you think about it, the other alternative was to be locked down in this draconian two-year lockdown where they would have gotten a universal basic income and pushed a new financial reset. And we would be in a far worse situation than we are right now. Now we're in kind of like this limbo period. And I keep referring to the fact that I think that God is really shining a light on the church. And this is our, you know, the Bible says some things only through prayer and fasting. We have not really been a fasting church in America. We have not been a contending church. There's been a remnant. And I believe that's why America's still here. And I believe you're the remnant. Uh, if you're listening to this program and you're tracking, you're, you're most likely the remnant. Because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a show like this. And you wouldn't be seeking out for other remnant people. So, you know, and some people are saying the remnant is over. No, I don't think the remnant is over. I don't think it's done. I think there's still a remnant because, you know, I explained that in a post the other day. And I appreciate those that are saying, you know, we're an army now and there's so many of us. Yes, there is a lot of us, but we're still a remnant. I really believe that. Until we see this really breaking out into the streets of America and people repenting left and right and their real holiness and real, uh, you know, a move of God, you know, greater than the Jesus movement, I believe. You know, then we could say, yeah, this is this is beyond a remnant now. This is a national revival that is, you know, going worldwide. And I believe that's coming. I really do believe that's coming, but I don't think we're there yet. So this is this very difficult, kind of stressful time. I know many of you are really struggling right now. You write me, you tell me, you say, I just don't know how much longer, you know, I just don't know how much longer I can keep doing. Well, you got to keep going. You've got to keep going. I know it's hard. And I know there's people in your life that are telling you you're crazy, maybe even your spouse, maybe your children, maybe people around you, but you've got to hold the line for whatever reason. God has chose to woke to wake you up. You're not woke, you're awakened. He's chose to waken, awaken you. And, and I believe that's because he trusts you. And I believe he knows that you are part of the remnant. And so this is why this is so important. So what can the remnant do? Well, we have power. We have authority in the name of Jesus to cast out demons and devils, to trample on scorpions, to contend, to, to push out the demonic in this nation, to cast out, to drive out, to bind, to loose. That's what God has given us, this authority. So we have to understand our authority, understand the weapons of our warfare, understand the time where we are in right now, where we are, which is this kind of like middle ground. I, I believe the jury's still out about the future of America. We could go into captivity. We could go into a thousand years of darkness, as some are saying, or we could have this great spiritual awakening harvest season, powerful revival move of God, and also, by the way, have a restoration in our government and see many of these wrongs uh, be made right and many of the people that have done wicked, evil things and are still doing wicked, evil things be exposed. But we have to contend. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to believe. We have to trust in God. We can't lose hope. We can't lose focus. We can't give up. We can't give in. So that's my argument to the people that are saying, well, why are you still giving so much hope? Because God is a God of hope. And I do believe that he's willing to move on our behalf. And I do think that he is moving. I'm seeing too much. Listen, I'm seeing miracles, signs, and wonders, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not just saying this to you. We're seeing them in the ministry. We're seeing people get healed as we go around. We're seeing God move in a fresh way that we have never seen in 20 years of ministry. So I, I, you know, I can't tell you that I'm not seeing that. I am seeing that. And I believe it's just the beginning. So why would God be moving that way? Now, I have told you that it is the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. I believe that. There's wicked things going on. There's much darkness. There's many people that are addicted to different things. You know, pornography, fornication, all the different evils of our world right now, lusts of the flesh. They're wicked, they're mean-spirited, they're, they're, you know, they make fun, they mock. 
They curse God. They blaspheme the Holy Spirit, which is the only unforgivable sin. So we're seeing this all happening. So it's the best of times, and yet it's the worst of times at the same time. But I believe the remnant warriors and those that are walking in righteousness, purity, holiness, that are spending time in the secret place, I believe that we will be shielded and protected from the evil, that we will stay one step ahead of the enemy. We have to believe that God is with us because he says he is with us even until the end of the age. So despite the wickedness, despite the encroachment of darkness, despite the encroachment of communism, all the different wicked plans and all the different things that we're seeing left and right all around us, we have to believe that we're empowered and we're strengthened in our faith, knowing that what God has promised, he's also able to do. And so there is an account for us, a special account in righteousness. Look at the scripture, Romans 4.20, for reference to that. All right, guys, so here we are. Well, they are pressing uh, lockdowns again. We're seeing uh, forced vaccinations. We're seeing different things that are happening around the world. We're seeing people getting very, very nervous about supply chain disruptions. Uh, there's many people making videos now that are coming out, giving us a warning, saying, hey, listen, heads up, there's some issues with the supply chain. I would say be wise. Listen, we have a site. It's called remnantfood.com, remnantfood.com. If you literally put that in your browser, and I'm doing it right now as we speak just to make sure it's working, R-E-M-N-A-N-T, food.com, go, and it will take you directly to My Patriot Supply. If you order My Patriot Supply right there from Remnant Food, you will receive a discount on your order. Not only that, but you will be able to get survival supplies and emergency preparation gear. This is wise to have. I would definitely have MREs, okay? I'm not saying this to scare you. But I would definitely have, you know, there's one that's a six-month emergency food supply, 2,000 calories per day. It's 1,297. Normally, it's 1,500. You get that discount. Um, you know, these things will help you. And, and you know, I, I make very little money on this, I will tell you. But I, I would highly advise every remnant warrior to have food. Have emergency food. It's not to scare you. These are things that you need to be wise, okay? I'm working out a deal right now with a gold and silver company, and I'll be putting that up hopefully this week. And I would also advise to get hard gold medals and silver. If you can't afford gold, that's okay. Get silver. An ounce of silver is about $25 around, around that right now. It's gone up quite a bit. I remember when it was like $11. It's gone up quite a bit. But the thing is, it's going to keep going up because it's real money. And I know a lot of people are into cryptocurrencies. I'm not against cryptocurrencies, but they they have, you know, they go way up and they go way down. So if you have money to kind of throw in there and not worry about, if you're going to follow it every day, you're going to be freaked out because cryptocurrencies go way up and way down. And so, you know, if you put in like your life savings, like let's say you have $5,000 saved and you put 5,000 in there, you might wake up one day and it may be 2,500. You may wake up another day and it may be 7,000. So it's like a roller coaster. And so you got to just... Put the money in and not worry about it if you're going to invest in cryptos. But there, I do think cryptos are a good investment, uh, but I just think it's got to be money that you, you can't be afraid. You know, I, I wouldn't advise if that's like your life savings to put it in there, although some people have made a lot of money on cryptos. So I'm just telling you. But with gold and silver, it's never really gone down. Uh, it's always, you know, if you look at the, the, the curve on gold and silver, you know, if, if just go back to like 2000 until now, you'll see you always make money on it. And it's real money and it doesn't lose. It'll never lose its value. Uh, it's real money. And I think that there's going to be a point when the system, the financial system collapses or they initiate some type of new financial order. And th they might make it, honestly, where, you know, everything is digital. In fact, I think they will. And this is really reminiscent to what the Bible talks about with the mark of the beast. So we can all kind of see the technology is there. 
you know, they're 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 kind of testing things, you know, very very mark ish. You know, I mean, these vaccine passports are very mark of the beast ish, aren't they? Definitely make us think like, wow, this is this is happening. Like, wow, there's actually countries that are saying you can't go into, you know, into certain places like the store or, you know, places where there's people gathered without having one of these. I mean, this is very markish. And uh, I think your, your alarm bells are probably going off as are mine. And that's why we're fighting these things. But uh, but, you know, we can see that they now have the systems in place. And I've been talking about the global reserve currency in the U.S. dollar and the fact that there's major cracks in the ceiling for quite some time, because I, I really believe that we've never really fixed a lot of the fundamental issues of our financial system, even after the uh, 2008 crisis. I, you know, we, we really just kind of printed money since then and didn't really fix some of the underlying issues that caused that. And in fact, right now, they say the bubbles are way bigger than they were in 2008 or 2006, you know, started around there. But you know what I'm talking about. So we have to think about this. If, if their bubbles are bigger, the real estate bubble is bigger. Uh, some of the other bubbles in the, in the derivatives market, different things like that are bigger right now. And then it does burst. You know, do you lose? I mean, if you're on a fixed income, many of you are on a fixed income. I don't want to scare you. But I'm just saying, like, we need to be diversified. We need to think about these things. And on top of that, they're trying to push these passports, which could be precursors. In fact, I'm pretty sure they are, uh, where they're socially conditioning us to be prepared for the mark, which is coming. So how how soon is it coming? So you say, well, Pastor Todd, this is this is kind of sounding scary. You were just saying that there's all this hope, and now you're talking about these things. Well, yes, I've been preparing the saints for these things for over 20 years because we know that they're coming. But what I'm saying about this particular time in history right now is what I'm hearing the Lord say is, is that I believe he wants to move, and he is already moving, and I believe this this is probably the end-time harvest. This is the greatest harvest that we'll ever see in our lifetime. And so we're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We're already seeing that. We're seeing many, many people come to Christ, understand that there is the truth, ultimate truth. It's not your truth. It's not my truth. It's the truth, and that's the truth of Jesus Christ. So we're seeing that. We're seeing these things, and so... That's where I say it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, because we're seeing really powerful things, and I think it's only going to get more powerful. But then at the same time, we may see very bad things happening at the same time. So it might not be all good. It might not just be like this, uh, ooh, you know, beautiful, everything's great, everything is wonderful. You ever seen that Lego movie? <laughs> everything is wonderful, everything is awesome. Yeah, it's not going to be like that, okay? But I am hopeful because I think that some of these criminals and some of this stuff that's happened, including with the elections, I think some of this stuff is going to come out. I think there's some patriots that I know in the natural that are fighting really hard. I know there's some intercessors in the supernatural that are fasting and praying and contending for our nation every single day. That may be you. And I, I believe that God responds to that because that's how I know him to be. He's always responded when I have fasted in my life and I've contended and I've decreed and I declared and I've really pressed in for something in my life. There's been a breakthrough and I believe we are going to see a breakthrough. So I don't think God is done but I do think it's a very scary time. I think we're seeing a lot of precursors to the beast system, to the mark. I think our eyes should be wide awake. I mean, wide open. Uh, we should be walking in sobriety. We should be watchmen on the wall. We should be understanding prophetically what's going on. And if we do all those things, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be more than okay. But I think it's go time. I think this is it. I mean, it's now or never. If we just, you know, capitulate or cave or you know, walk in apathy or complacency right now, then we probably just will go into a very dark season. But I think that God is, all eyes are on the church, and I believe if we stand up and we know our identity in Christ and what we're capable of doing, that we're going to see some breakthroughs. And we are seeing breakthroughs. So is that confusing? <laughs> is that you're like, well, you just 
talked in like 50 circles. No, I really didn't. I really didn't. But I know it could sound like that if, you, if you're not listening carefully. But I'm trying to lay this out because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to... I've been praying so hard, guys, on these things. And I really have been asking the Lord to speak clearly to me because I know that a lot of people are really asking and they want to know answers to these things. You know, are we done? Is our country done? I don't think our country's done. Uh, God has spoke to me many, many occasions recently and said he's not done with America. I said, why aren't you done with America? He said, because there's a righteous remnant. Okay, there's a righteous remnant. Well, praise God, that's biblical because we know in Sodom and Gomorrah, if there was a righteous remnant, he wouldn't have destroyed the city, right? Uh, so, so you know, there's a, there's a biblical understanding of why we're not destroyed because there is this righteous remnant. That's why I talk about the remnant. It's exactly why I talk about the remnant. I talk about the remnant because... Um, you know, it's the remnant that's holding this country together in prayer and supplication. Uh, the other reason why I think America is still here is because we're meant to stand with Israel. And we're going to talk about this more with Gilad this week. But I think we're meant to stand with Israel. And so, uh, you know, in the end times when all the nations are coming against Israel, I really believe America is going to be there by Israel's side. I really do. I hope that's the case. I mean, I know a lot of people say they're in, America is not in prophecy. I, I, t- I beg to differ. I think there are some certain things that, that kind of um, allude to America. And I really believe that God is not done with America. But I think that this is an awakening period. It's a, it's a crossroads. It's either now or never. It's either we stand now or we don't. Uh, God could very well hand over this country to darkness if we allow that to happen, if we don't contend, if we don't travail, if we don't pray and intercede and fast and do all the things that we can do according to the word of God and what the weapons of our warfare are. So this is a clarion call. This is the defining moment in our life. This may be the most important season we live through ever in our life as a Christian. Will we stand or will we not? So I hope that makes sense. I know it's a little confusing. And I know if you look at the mainstream corporate media, if you listen to all the different things, you can get really depressed. And I know if you listen to some people in your life, you can get really discouraged. And I know that there's a lot of people that aren't saying anything about anything. Uh, You know, there was just this big event and they spent like millions of dollars of, of Christian finances, you know, people that were funding this. And I... I watched it for a little while and then I just turned it off because I'm like, these people are not saying anything. They are literally not saying, they get these big gatherings with all these amazing people and it's great, but they're not saying anything about anything. They're not talking about the things that we just discussed in this 25 minutes of this show. You know, they're not talking about the vaccine. They're not talking about the mark. They're not talking about the financial system. They're not talking about the church standing. They're not talking about this pivotal moment, this crossroads in history. They're not talking about it's now or never. They're not talking about any of it. You would literally think that it was like 1991 if you watched some of these things. And yet they spend all this money, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be negative here, but the truth is there's a lot of people that are saying nothing about nothing. And you get the urgency. You understand the urgency. You understand why this is such an important time. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm sounding the alarm, and you are too. Don't be depressed. Don't be discouraged. Don't be down. But we need to be actionable, and we need to do what the Word of God says for us to do in order to change this. Yes, we can change it. That's why I'm hopeful. Yes, we can change it. We have the authority. That's who we are. But are we going to do it? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I'm thankful for this remnant group. You are willing. You are willing to do what it takes. You are willing to do what it takes. You are willing to go the extra mile. You are willing to stand. You're still standing. You're still praying this through. You're not looking at the clock. You're not looking at the calendar. Oh, my gosh. It's, you know, July is almost over. We're going into August and I'm still praying this through. Yes. Yes, we are. Because our nation depends on it. If you have kids, their life depends on it. Their their future depends on it. If you have grandkids, their future depends on it. What about us? Our future depends on it. 
I mean, it's not even about everybody else. It's about us. I mean, the next few years, it was going to determine everything, the way the course of this country goes. So it's a now thing, ladies and gentlemen, but we can stop it and we can change it. But we've got to stop listening to the negative Nellies and all the people that say we're, we're powerless and we're hopeless and we might as well just cower and cave and that's it. That's not leadership. I'm sorry. That's not leadership. That's people that are not hearing from the Holy Spirit. All you got to do is read the word of God. It tells you what the weapons of our warfare are. It tells you how to win the battle. It equips us. It's everything we need to know in this earth. It equips us. It prepares us. So I don't really get where, where these people are getting that it's like the end and that's it and just give up. I don't understand where they're reading that. It never says that in the Bible. It says we're, we're supposed to occupy until he comes. Where does it say to cower? I don't get it. Where are they getting that? They're getting it from the prophets of Baal. They're getting it from the mainstream corporate media. They're getting it from the, from the pessimists out there that are all hooking into each other instead of listening to the spirit of the living God. So yes, best of times, worst of times. Yes, there's some bad stuff. There's some bad dudes out there. There's some wicked agendas. But we have the authority in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, come on, y'all, to push back, to stand up, and to change this thing. So either we do it or we don't. I'll be that voice in the wilderness. You can go ahead and mock me. You can tell me I'm crazy. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm standing on what the word of God says. I didn't write it, by the way. I'm going by what the Spirit tells me when I'm in prayer, which, by the way, is in alignment to the word of God. I'm not angry. I'm not angry, by the way. So we're going to do a lot of different things. This week is a pivotal week. We're doing a lot of things behind the scenes. I will tell you guys, I don't know why, for some reason, uh, you know, donations are down. Um, and we, we have been getting lackluster support this last couple of weeks. And thank you to those that have stepped up. Really can't even tell you how much I appreciate you. We have so many different things going on right now, whether it's the app that we're working on, whether it's the new remnant.news site. Uh, whether it's the uh, church list that we're putting together, but even more important than all those things, we're on the we're on the front lines, guys. You know, I mean, we only have so much bandwidth. I know that it takes us a long time to accomplish certain things, like some of the things that I just mentioned. But we're doing so many things every single day. Uh, this ministry is far-reaching, and this is the Lord's ministry. This isn't my ministry. This is the Lord's ministry. It's far-reaching. We're we're affecting things. We're changing things. We're we're speaking in the ear of people of influence and power. We're we're changing the atmosphere. Thank God, according to the Holy Spirit. It's not us. It's the Holy Spirit in us. And we're only able to go as far as we get the, you know, the fuel in our tank. And you are the fuel in our tank. This is listener supported. I don't even have, you know, a physical church right now. I did for 17 years, but right now we're we're out there. We're in the in the in the fields. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going across the country. It's amazing what God is doing, but everything costs money. I mean, even if, you know, we stay in the very, very um, you know, modest hotels. I get economy cars when I have to rent a car. Sometimes I don't even rent a car. I get a ride. You know, we do everything as frugal as we can. Our, our ministry bills are extremely low. We've gotten everything whittled down to the lowest of possible, but there's just certain things that we have to pay, and we can't get around it, and, uh, and we need to cover those bills. So thank you if you're able to support the program, toddcoconato.com slash give, toddcoconato.com slash give. And uh, we are out here uh, this week. I'm going to be making a couple new commercials of some different things that we're some of these things that we're doing, like MyPillow.com. If you go to MyPillow.com and you order with the promo code REMNANT, all lowercase, R-E-M-N-A-N-T, or you can use capital R-M-N-T. Either one of those will work. And uh, you can support Mike Lindell and the great work that he's doing. You can also help us because he's willing to share some of his profits with us, and that keeps us afloat. So you can go to MyPillow.com. And you can put in the promo code RMNT in capitals. And uh, you can support Mr. Lindell, which, by the way, is very, very hard at work fighting for our election integrity. 
And uh, many things are coming ahead in these next couple of weeks. We're going to announce them on the show. Like I said, we have we have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Trust me, we are so busy. In fact, we're so busy that I was literally dealing with, for the first time in my life, actually, even, even when I was an actor, uh, I kind of had a little bit of this because they would make us do some pretty crazy stuff. But I've never, ever seen... Um, <laughs> myself get so tired where I, I was literally dealing with like physical exhaustion friends and I've done a lot of different things you know in, 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 the, in the world you know in the, in worked crazy hours as you probably have I don't know about you I've worked several jobs at once you've probably done the same right that's how you have to live today when I was bivocational and stuff so you know I, I would do a lot but I wouldn't I wasn't as exhausted as, as the, this is like physical exhaustion I'm not even kidding you guys and it's because we've just been going, going, going. So I finally took some time to rest over the weekend. Thank you, Jesus. And I feel good today. But I, I told, you know, my family, I said, I, I need to rest. Like over the weekend, I needed to sleep in. I needed to rest. I, I literally had to make up for days of no sleep. I mean, there was days where it was like three hours, four hours, three hours, four hours for like, you know, a couple of days straight. And your body gets very weak. And, and it's just not a, not a time to be uh, to be operating like that. You need to make sure you rest. So make sure you're resting, too. Again, you guys are unbelievable. You're amazing. I love you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for being in this battle with me, with us. And we're going to win this, by the way. So thank you for tuning in to today's show. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. God bless.